so I've reached, uh, I've ascended to a higher level of boredom. Oh, what an what an exciting way to start this podcast! Yeah, uh, as, what what? How did you ascend? Uh, so as we, we're not out of it yet. The, no. These COVID times, we're not no, out. No, of no, it. no. Contrary um, to popular belief, there I see a pinprick off in the distance. Like I'm like I'm at the bottom of the well, and I'm looking yeah. up, and I see a pinprick that could be stars. Uh, yeah, you're about all- to do. You're you're like doing the Dark Knight Rises. You know that brick climb. <laughs> yes, yes. You're dish, the broken dish, black. Bossida, dish, dish, bossida, bossida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my absolute equivalent to that, um, uh-huh. that struggle. Uh, I got a Scrivener's kit. All right, stop the podcast. Uh, hey, all. This is Poach. Uh, no, not the one you're listening to right now. That's me from like a couple of weeks ago. This is me editing this episode, episode 19, right now. Uh, and realizing, much to my horror, that the word I just used, Scrivener, is not the correct word. The correct word would be Scrimshander, a person who performs the art of Scrimshaw. But I didn't use that word. I said Scrivener. I said Scrivener, and I got Matt saying Scrivener. And then we proceeded to use the wrong word for the entire fucking episode. I say that so I can say this. I am... I am so sorry. And uh, I'm just going to be checking back in with you throughout the episode as I edit it to let you know how sorry and how wrong I am. Please forgive me. God have mercy on my soul. A who? A script? A, a, a Scribner's kid? What, what you and surely all of our listeners are asking yourselves is, is why did you use the wrong word, Eric? That's the incorrect word. Words have meaning, Eric, and you use the wrong one. God! I'm sorry. Back to the show. What is a Scribner's kid? I'm glad you asked. Um, a Scribner's kid, uh, Scrivening. Scriv- scrivenery scrivening Scri- scrivening not scrivening scriv 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 the scriv the scrivening is it is a lie it is a lie that you told to the people who trusted you to entertain them you son of a bitch is the art of uh etching and carving like designs and like art into bone uh, okay. As made as made popular by whalers of the 18th oh century. Oh my! Okay, um, what what Captain Ahab shit have yeah, you gotten yourself d- bruh, into? We're all right. Let me tell you what 2021 has brought us. We have been isolated. We yes. have been from each other. Yes. We've spent long periods of time indoors, and we lied to our listeners. <laughs> Yes. Uh, and everyone started singing fucking sea shanties. So I'm We got we, past the sea we, shanties phase. That was that was 2020. Bleh. But we did it. But we did it. But now I'm trying to take it to the next level. Now I'm like, all right, what is my shipboard trade? What is gonna be what's gonna get me like extra rations at supper? And I'm gonna uh-huh. I'm gonna be a scrivener. Yeah, uh traditionally uh it was like carving into ca- into whale bone? Into like whale ivory and shit. Now, 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 mind you, dear listeners, 
your boy, your boy Poach is not carving into uh, whale ivory. I have like a, I got this little kit. It comes with like faux bone. It's like fake. It's it looks and feels like bone. And you but can it's trust made. him because his last name is Poach. Okay. <laughs> All right. See what I did? I've incriminated you with okay. your own lineage. Um. So yeah, that all said, I'm just gonna. I've reached the level of border where I'll be sitting in so a what, corner. Wait, 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 fucking, okay, but how does this work exactly? Like, what are you? Wh- you how do you, you fucking? All right, Matt, take a fucking hunk of bone. Take yeah, where like are you a, getting the bone, man? If if I'm on, is a, this a confession tape? Oh, Matthew, you beautiful fool! If only you knew. If only you knew. Okay. I have fake bone that I'm carving. Aha. Uh-huh. Where I will get uh-huh. bone after uh-huh. that. A false scrivener. The only one and true thing that has ever been said on this podcast. Yes, Matthew, I am. I am a false scrivener. And let me wear that stain upon my breast until I die alone and friendless and bury me in a pauper's grave (laughs) a false scrivener sits before me oh my god erica diapoach you stand accused you stand accused of false scrivening you have borne false scrivens how do you plead please sir you must understand me wife, me child, they got they got the, you know, 18th century disease. They got that coughing blood disease they do. All our handkerchiefs, they're just that's covered the best, in blood. That's spots. the best you can come up with. <laughs> that's the best. Coughing that, blood disease. That's the best that Victorian fiction could come up with for about a century. Was like, oh, how do we show that this, this girl is sick? Have her co- <coughs> well, classic. Oh, no, bloody handkerchief. Well, y- yeah, and you know that, like, it, a lot of classic literature was perfectly content to just call that like, oh, they they got the, uh, the the dreaded the dread cough the dread cough they got the consumption. They got the I know con- I don't know what consumption is, but I think I think it's I think it's <laughs> I think it involves coughing. It involves blood. coughing blood into a handkerchief. I know enough about I know yeah. enough about coughing up blood. The key con- the key to the well, let's change gears now. The key to the coughing blood syndrome is you are fine. You are perfectly fine, aside from the fact that only when other people are, like, about to leave a room, you're like, (coughs) but then all of a sudden you are bedridden, you are pale, your eyes are all sunken and hollow, and you're waxy. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to embody with my scrivening. Yeah, that's what you've gotten into in the (laughs) recent, in the tail end of the isolation that we're in. Interesting. Yeah. Where do you acquire this false bone? Guy behind a dumpster behind 7-Eleven. What? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I'm concerned. See the kids in in Victorian literature—they don't get—they don't cough up the blood, but they do get the coughing disease, like the chimney sweep kids. 
And welcome back to another episode of You Didn't Ask for This, a podcast answering all of life's least pressing questions. My name is Matt Shea. My name is Eric Poach. And Eric, the false Scrivener Poach, sits before me. I have born false Scriven. Uh, man, we have a good one for you today here on the 19th episode. Oh, yeah. 19th. We, we You know, uh, I, I don't want to fully tease what we got planned for episode 20, but I am very excited that we are on the precipice of our 20th episode. Big 2-0, baby. Big 2-0. Not big a girl, bang. not yet a woman, baby. <laughs> That's us. Uh, Can that be our opening song for episode 20? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Let's get Fuck let's yeah. blow let's blow our budget on those yep. copyright. Lines. I'll I'll empty <laughs> right. my savings for that twenty seconds. Uh, and you know, I know. Typically, this is this is the point of the show where we kind of uh, uh, you know shenanigans take take mm-hmm. hold. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I I got to be honest, we got a I think we got a packed show. We here gotta today. yeah, we gotta we gotta get right into it. We uh, we gotta we, hey Matt, we gotta put this bun in the oven. We gotta put this bun. In the oven. For those of you who follow us on Instagram, a while back we put out a call for uh, a new ranking. We haven't done a definitive ranking in a little while we since our. We uh, called. You answered. We called. You answered. Uh, our last definitive and only definitive ranking so far was of the uh, the chocolates in the uh, the Valentine's Day hearts, or of course the far superior. Whitman, Whitman sampler. sampler. Uh, so go on back to uh, that episode and check it out. It's called He Went to Whitman's. But today we are going to be covering what we asked of you, which was what is the best free bread at chain restaurants? And boy, did you deliver. Oh, boy, did you. Uh, but what? I think Eric, we got to warm up a little bit. We got to ease okay. into right. the right. main attraction. All right. So you know, let's go. Let's oh, go. We're gonna to... let that one marinate. We're gonna let that. We're gonna let that rise. Yeah, let's. We're gonna let it prove. We're gonna let it prove. We're gonna let it prove. Okay. Uh, and while it's proving, why don't we do the? Um, since that's our main attraction, we got to do yeah. our. We got to do the coming attractions. Yep. We got to do those previews. Uh, you want to hit us, Eric, with our first question of the day, Matthew? I would love to. Our first question comes from, <laughs> what's that dark place over there? That is Reddit. You must never go there. And but from we Reddit. we did. Oh, we did. We uh, went there so you don't have to. We went, yeah. We went to this dark, shadowy place. Ah, Reddit's not that bad. But um, our question from Reddit, from user Anubis2059, is, if life gives you lemons, then what does death give you? It's so juicy, this question, mm. I feel, because you get lemons. So, of course, as we all know, if life ge- this is something your shitty coworker says to you uh, when, when you know, you've had a project, you know, your computer crashed, you lost your whole project, yep. and somebody goes, <laughs> you know what they say, if life gives you lemons. Oh, my God. It's like the same pieces of shit who just say, it is what it is. Oh, it is? Well, it is. I, no, it's not. Where I lost an entire work? Excel spreadsheet. Uh, hours and hours of work are gone, Lloyd. Fucking Lloyd. Fucking Lloyd. 
Uh, so, it I, I'm not a big fan of the phrase "if life gives you lemons." I don't you think make I've... lemonade is, of course, the rest of the, the phrase that yeah. An- Anubis two five two o five nine didn't didn't want to fuck with. This is it's one of those phrases where I don't think I've ever heard a single person say it to me unironically in my entire. That's what life. I'm. That's why I put on the yeah. Lloyd voice. Yeah, because th- I agree. No one has said it to me. Unironically, I don't so, think. So what we are working with here, and, that, and, yeah. that, and I just wanted to establish this, is when life gives you lemon, it's a very ironic, very, like, it's a sarcastic kind of saying. Mm-hmm. We are dealing in its opposite. We're dealing in its foil. So, like, when life gives you lemons, death gives you blanks. We're already working at polar opposites. So I think whatever we come up with, this new phrase that will be said by everyone in the year of our Lord, 2021 um it needs to it needs to have absolute gravity and not a trace of sarcasm or irony to it this it needs to be something we hold in our fucking hearts Matthew. and and i think it is important to realize that it does need to be i think what we're doing here is we are determining what the opposite of lemonade is we're determining what the opposite of lemonade is, like and literally and s- metaphysically. It has to meet. It has to be in that Venn d- diagram. I do think it needs to meet your spiritual requirements yes. that you've put out, to, that you've put forth. But I do have to say, in saying what is the opposite of lemonade, I do feel like an obvious candidate jumps right to the front, and that is uh, lemonade's frequent partner in offering crime. Iced tea. Oh, okay. Oh, I mean, oh are, no, are, I already love this. Are iced tea and lemonade not always options together? Let me let me give you this. I I love where your head's at right now. Thank um, you. And I'm just I'm just gonna take Thank it. I'm just you. take it a little a little step further because the because the other idea at play here there. is life. The good thing gives yeah. you lemons. The bad thing that you Man. turn into a good thing, which is lemonade. Yeah. So we need. Death, a bad thing, giving give you us a tea, good a good thing. thing, to give us a bad thing. Well, I don't want to come out against iced tea. It's no. Not, all I want to say is it's not my thing necessarily, but it is some people's thing, and I respect that. Here's 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 what I would say. Um, say it. Don't be afraid. When. I sounded a little baney just now, didn't I? Don't be afraid. <laughs> you were born into the lemonade. I, I was shame. born into the iced tea. Molded by it. Molded by its spinning wheel. By the time I had lemonade, I was already a man. <laughs> and it was tangy. Um, so <laughs> uh, so uh, what I want to take further, like just a, just a little step further in, mm-hmm. in the, the tea metaphor. So I don't think... Iced tea would be the opposite of lemonade because lemonade's cold and iced. I think we're dealing with oh, a gotta be a hot tea. A hot tea. It get, when death serves you a cup of tea, uh-huh. what do you do? Now you sip that shit. I got. I'm gonna back you up here a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna back you up a little okay. bit. Okay. Death okay. can't serve us the 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 tea because the tea is a brewed beverage. It's already made, just mm-hmm. like a lemonade is made. So oh, we have oh, to go back. Oh, it has to be the. It right, has to be the right, ingredient. right, 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 right. So we have to if, end on tea. So it, they it needs to be the uh, when, when, you know the leaves. Yeah, the, when, the, the, 
the what? No, no, that's the, uh, I was Did like, right, wheat? how do we? <laughs> Did you say wheat? Do you make tea out of wheat? No, 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 no. I was saying the word we. Um, oh. uh, but uh, it was my brain going, oh, right, we need to find a way to, <laughs> to logic death giving us tea leaves. Now, I don't want to be, I, I, I go into researchable fact uh, uh, territory too far, but is not tea leaves, I seem to remember tea leaves being somewhat linked to death in some religion or spirituality. There is, I mean, there, there's fortune telling, reading tea leaves that could, reading, that could I, I spell think doom and maybe. death. Yeah, yeah, I think that's maybe what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, so when death gives you fucking tea you make tea with it <laughs> it's yeah like, but uh, can i uh, yep. but we want to so so we get which i'm i'm honestly hard pressed to think of it at a time i've ever received a lemon and been sad about it do we not get lemons to spice up water lemon do we zest? not get and we get lemons to put in iced tea you know, for something that I'm supposed to hate, why am I paying a buck fifty for it as opposed to like twenty five cents for a lime? Just keep it there. When death gives you qualities of lemonade. Wait a minute. Hold on. It is sweet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If we are cutting hard fruits, we're trying to work that. It is a cold. I can go to the liquor store right now. It is solid. It's traditionally served as hot. It's got hard. It's solid. I have positive. Uh, so I think I'll, we agree. It's you fucking, have positive it's, kidney you, stone. You know what death gives you? You're fucking dead. You have returned to the loam. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. When death, when de when death gives you a freeze pop, it's made out of soup. When we kind of uh, flip the script here, we kind of fr flip the script here. So like, you think you're getting a good thing. You're like, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. When death gives you a freezy pop, it's made of soup. You see what I'm doing mm, here? I do see what you're doing here because that's kind of it, it is solid. Because life is, hey, here, hey, you think I'm the bad guy, but turns out you can make it good. Death's over here, like, yo, dog, want freezy pop? Love you. And then you bite into your like minestrone, and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's kind of the prestige <laughs> you know i think after the, the struggle we have had to after answer this question <laughs> fucking hell i think we can say definitively that death gives you soup death gives to you soup. which you make a freezy pop i think death just hands you a freezy pop that turns out to be made out of soup that's what i'm saying like like if if I have two beings here, like let's personify them. Got my homie, my homie life, my homie death. Homie life is like, yo, dog, here's a lemon, and you're like, whoa, dick, and he's like, bro, you can make lemonade out of it. I'm like, yo, thanks, life. But then homie death comes in, and he's like, hey, yo, Doug, here's a freezy pop. Hey, I'm yo, like, Doug. Hey, yo, Doug. <laughs> Who's uh, Doug? You know, um, <laughs> in this scenario, my name is Doug. Oh, I see, I see. Um. But he's like, hey, Doug, here's this freezy pop. I know how much you love them. I'm like, death, you fucking rule. And I bite into it, and it's like Campbell's Chunky. And I'm this like, what the This is fucking it. Fuck? This is fucking it. We fucking did it. That's we, it. We had to burn the house down to do we, it, but we did it. 
So we just experienced the podcast version of Ego Death. And now let's take that soup. That soup. Because what goes with soup? What goes better with soup Brett, than anything else? Let me check the proof. Oh, that shit is risen. It has risen. It has risen. Have you heard the good news? What? Oh, that he is risen? He is risen. We asked you, our good faithful fans, to tell us what the best and worst free, that's a key word, breads are that are offered at chain restaurants. It's a very specific set. For example, somebody suggested to us Panera's bread. I'm afraid Panera's bread does not meet the requirements because although Panera is a chain, that is not free bread. Shit's got to be free, dog. You, it might come as a side, but you got to You can't just walk in and expect yeah. bread. No. When you walk into some restaurants, you are seated at the table and they give you bread and or, those yeah. or a bread product. If it is something that I conceivably like, if I walk into the restaurant mm-hmm. and there's a long wait. And it's and I and I just look over and go, yo, can I get like a basket of? And they're like, sure, they'll just bring Bam. it to you. There we you are. Nailed it. You you're you're getting terrible service. Your waiter hasn't come yet, but you at least have something to eat because it's yeah. free and it's there and it's bread. That's what we're yep. talking about. Yep. yep. So Eric, we're gonna do. I think we do this similar to how we do the the Valentine's Day. We give some yep. grades. Now with the Valentine's Day, we gave it Whitman's one out yeah. of ten. Whitman's one out of ten. Whitman's. It's the best scale. Uh, but for this one, I'm thinking we're on a scale of one to ten carbs. I love it. And that, one to and, ten that and that goes out. Um, oh God, my brain just fucking froze. It broke. I saw it happen. It you 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 you, you never mind. One out of ten carbs. Okay. Yes. One out of ten carbs. Now. Uh, I think we'll go down the list because we did okay. have to add some. We added some that I think should be in in contention. Oh, should we yeah. should we start with what was given to us? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's the the ones given to us by our dear listeners. Now we have four entered in the best category. Okay, and I'm going to go through them in uh, alphabetical order. Okay, so to not betray any uh, any, any feelings, any preferences. Right? We'll keep it neutral. Okay. We've got the Cheesecake Factory brown bread, to okay. which I, of course, want to say, of course. What happened to not editorializing about Sorry, it? Sorry. Okay. I, I sure did betray okay. myself right away. Yeah, we I'm have sorry. the no, Olive Garden. ask we, you keep it professional moving forward. Yep. I am so sorry. Um, uh, I hate to be lectured by a false Scrivener, but uh, okay. 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 The Olive Garden breadsticks. Yep. Everyone's had them. Uh. I don't have to go through all these. Why don't you say one? Oh, yeah. The next one on the list is the Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Boo, 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 boo. Um, and Followed then by after Texas that... Roadhouses. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by Texas Roadhouses rolls with the honey butter. That is specific, of course. Yep. We also got a couple worsts. We did get some worsts. The first one is an interesting one on the worst list. Hooters. Hooters. Which... We'll get into it. We'll get, get into, into it. it. We'll get we'll into it. Back. We'll circle back. We'll circle back. Hooters is followed by... Oh, I, I actually skipped this one in alphabetical order, I suppose. Harvester. Parentheses UK only? Yes. Again, we'll we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. And then, of course, we have O'Charlie's. 
You know. Oh, Charlie's? Uh, that one. You know. Again, we're not going to betray anything. We're right? not going to betray so, anything. So, not betray and anything. Then, then, so here are some candidates we felt should be included that weren't given to us. Yeah. Carabas, bread with the oil. Uh, just a quick correction uh, in, the, in the Italian. Carabas. Carabas, Carabas. bread with the oil. <laughs> Was that racist? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, okay, you want to go into the... Uh, yeah, uh, we got Cracker Barrels biscuits. Uh, we got Longhorn Steakhouses rolls with butter. And finally, Outback Steakhouses, no rules, just right, pumpernickel loaf. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So... Why don't we start, Eric? I know yeah. this this might be controversial. No, why, I'm I fucking goddamn with, guarantee you it will be. Why don't we start with these worsts? Oh, okay. Because yeah, I feel yeah. like we can get them out of the way. Let's yeah. start with Harvester UK only. Never heard of this establishment. Friends. I'm going to Google them. I've, we've never heard of this establishment. Uh, it was, I believe, given to us by a UK listener who did say, I think this is UK only, uh, in which case it is unfortunate uh, that us Americans have to judge it. Eric, yeah. do you have the results? I do. I just want you to know when I Google it, Harvester Restaurants, home of great value family food. And it mm. looks like it... <sighs> Your favorite... Oh, sorry. Let me, let, me read, let me read this copy in the appropriate way. Thank you. Uh, Your favorite dish is freshly prepared on the char grill. Plus, unlimited salad, guff. Oi, 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 oi. Okay, but have you determined if it's UK only or not? Oh, no, it is. It, I mean, they call it, th Matt, they say dishes freshly prepared on the char grill. Have you ever heard an American citizen refer to, say, oh, yeah, just put Fair. it on the char grill? Fair. Nah. So it's UK only. We have no way of trying it. Um, no. Looking at this menu, let's see. Let's see what they got. Dessert menu, vegetarian menu. All right, breakfast menu, kids menu, lunch menu. Fucking Christ. This main menu. Starters. Eric, I just want I just want to point out. Um, yep. I don't want to criticize your googling skills. Um, Wikipedia says Harvester Restaurants is a family farmhouse style restaurant chain with over two hundred and thirty outlets in the United Kingdom. Yeah. Oh, I thought I said that at the very beginning that it was the like I I uh, when I read the Google the the. Uh, Oh, I didn't read the actual. I was looking at the rules where it says the UK's favorite great fountain. Yeah. The no, no, you good. Note. You good. <laughs> I already know it's going to be the fucking title of the episode. <laughs> it could the very false. well be. Um, the all right. So let's just check out on the side. Here we go. Do they even offer bread on the side? I We have to trust the, whoever submitted this to us, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. The only bread I see on their menu is garlic ciabatta dough balls. I mean, sounds good. That sounds good. But you uh, know what? Here, we were supposed to be knocking these out. Yeah, let's so knock these out. Let's. Uh, I think. Let's assume they're okay, but so, they lose points for not being uh, in America. Sorry, we have to yeah. pull that card. Yeah. No. Yeah. If you're gonna come at me with char grill. I mean, you best I come mean, correct. Sorry, I think we. I think we got to pull that card, but I do want to give it. Uh, we're not sure. I don't. I feel bad about giving it a zero. But it's it's still bread, right? It's still like, bread. It's still bread. Let's like, assume they're bread. Should, they sound intriguing. If these are the bites, let's talk about a one. 
let's talk about it. Let's let's give it. A, how about this? I haven't heard anything that would give that would cause me to give it a one, but I haven't heard anything give me cause to give it higher than that. I'd say give it a three. All right, three. Let's give three, it a three. Three for Harvester. Three carbs. Three 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 carb grills out of three carb char grills out of ten. Yeah. Now, yeah. the next one is interesting. The next one is Hooters. Now, when I originally saw this, I was like, oh, we should probably take this off the list. I've never had Hooters bread. And I, I realized I've never had Hooters bread because I wasn't aware Hooters served bread. Now, I personally do not spend a great deal of time in the Hooters. I don't think I've been in the Hooters in about a, a 10, 12 years. I think the I've, last I've ordered time... some, I've ordered some food in the pandemic from a Hooters that I have done. That I have done. I think sometimes the, you want a, a mediocre burger, you know. Sometimes you want a mediocre burger. Sometimes you just want you just want to eat some breading with hot sauce on it. And in all those cases, in the ordering and in the I went in there for some wings, I didn't get any goddamn bread. I have never, never gotten bread. I I've don't gotten breading. They give you bread. Got breading on my wings. I got just, breading on my my pickles. I just don't think they give you. Bread. Don't think they give you bread, which speaks, or if they do, I mean, I, I'm trusting this person that they have bread. We'll work from the assumption that Hooters has bread. And with that assumption in mind, I have to assume it fucking sucks. Because I, not only, it's not like, a, oh, yeah, I've never had their bread. It's like, I wasn't even aware it existed. I really don't think it exists. And I, I do feel bad about giving it a zero without knowing for sure if it exists, right? It, it's in this sort of like anti-existence. So I think maybe, Eric, what we need to do is we need to phone a friend. Oh. What are you doing, Matthew? Zoom is open. Skip the wait and save 10% with promo code Hooters10 oh by ordering online God. at Hooters2Go.com. Yes. Or download our app. To place a new carryout order, press 1. To make changes to an existing order or any other inquiries, press 2. This is an any other inquiry, is it not? This is other inquiries, Matt. You be quiet. I'll do the talk. Don't fuck this up. Hi, yes. Um, I, uh, I have not been to your establishment before, and I was just curious. Do you, when we're seated, do we get any sort of like complimentary bread by any chance? No, uh, you guys don't. Ah, damn. You know, I didn't think so, but thank you so much. No problem. All right, bye-bye. No, you don't get it. I called Hooters. False witness. (laughs) False witness. It gets a negative 10. It it is our only zero. It is zero. It It is is non-existent bread. It is zero. (laughs) Fucking Uh, shitty-ass Hooters bread. It is zero. Uh, so sorry. So sorry. Now that we've called Hooters. Yep. <laughs> now that we've to... established a rapport, uh, they are technically a sponsor um, we... now. <laughs> <laughs> we have to move on to, that might be legally questionable. Uh, <laughs> like, record it. What? I mean, people record Claiming right? objectively that Hooters now sponsors You Didn't Ask For This, no. the podcast. <laughs> Next up, uh, right, right alongside Harvester, uh, 
O'Charlies. Now, I I went ahead and did the wiki on this. Okay. I also am not familiar with it. Okay. Okay. Uh, it has more than 200 company-owned locations, and Charlie's is located in 17 southern and midwestern states, including okay. three joint venture Charlie's restaurants in Louisiana. Louisiana? So we, I am also not familiar with an O'Charlie's. Yeah. Uh, so, but it does pop up on the list of, like, if you Google, like, free chain bread, it will be there. Okay. I I know that for a fact, because I did it. Okay. (laughs) Um, so do me a favor, Eric, why don't you Google that real quick so you can look at it. All right. Okay, so we're going to judge this book by its cover. Do O'Charlie's Bread. Okay. O'Charlie's Bread. Search that. Okay. Okay. They're plump. What I'm seeing is they're plump. They're plump. They're plump. They're, they look. They. They, uh, I, they, they look, look great. Le- they look great, but they also look legally distinct from. Okay. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. We good. We good. Um. Yeah. No. They look good. They look plump. They look fluffy. They look. I will say buttery. I will say that they are the image on the O Charlie's gift card, so they have to be good enough. Okay, so that bread's got a slap. That's got a slap. I I think that minimum we're talking a five. Yeah, I would say now this we haven't be tasted it. We haven't tasted it, but I think well, let's give it the five. Yeah. Oh, O Charlie's even gives you the recipe. The, actually, it comes from O Charlie's, or somebody's making it. Yeah, no, no, no. Like I, like on the internet. Um, oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, this isn't just like a. a, a oh you no, know, this is a okay. But I can tell you, but this is another vote in its favor. Is it's on the website secret copycat restaurant recipes, and mm, someone made mm-hmm, a like, mm-hmm. hey, that's you fucking love O Charlie's yeast rolls. And Here's the I'm seeing, and w- what I'm seeing is you get a lot of bread for your buck. Oh yeah, that is that is definitely a, that is good bread for my buck. So let's call that. I think call it a five, right? We don't have the taste test. Yeah, we so, don't have the taste test. So um, now let's get into the. Should we get into the user submitted bests, or yes. should we get into the non bests first? Let's get into the. Uh, let's get. Or into should the, we just go down the list? Let's just of, go down the list. Let's go down the uh, list. The the uh, let's just go down the list for the ones we haven't done yet. Yep. How about that? So first on the list alphabetically would be Carabas bread with oil. Carabas. Carabas. Uh, it, it is great. It is so but, I am a slut for bread with oil. I mean, it. I will say this. It requires the oil. It necessitates the, bread, the oil. The bread Without by itself that oil, is, it's got like a crust that's kind of sharp. Yeah, like you need the oil to soften the blow of that bread. And the bread yeah. has to be that crunchy because you're dipping it in oil. Like it, it's a balance. But if, if I'm life taking... gives you lemons, death gives you original unoiled Carabas bread. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. We answered the question. We answered the question. It, yeah, it's unremarkable by itself. It needs the yeah. addition. But I think a lot yeah. of these do. A lot I, yeah, of these come I, with I, a signature I, topping. I'm going to, I'm, I, yeah, I'm not going <sighs> to. I need to take each of these breads as they are meant to be experienced. And then it is meant to be experienced with the oil. Come as you are. Yes. I think we're talking... I I, I think, think we're talking an eight. I, I was going to say an eight. 
I maybe I a fucking, seven and a half. Se- between seven and eight, seven point five, I'd be happy with. Um, yeah, it's just I, I, I feel bad about anything oil. under a seven, and I feel a little. It it's not anything above an eight would be weird. No, because like I'm having a slice or two out of Carabas. Yeah, because you got to oh. same room for those mashed potatoes. You know those famous Italian mashed potatoes. Yeah, but God, do those garlic mashed potatoes. I know. You're telling I me know, you don't know what I'm talking know, about, son. I know what you're talking. Yeah, come on. Anyway, uh, we're not going through the whole menu of these places. No. <laughs> I think I because you can't just go bread after bread after bread. Yeah, I think can't go that, bread for bread. Yeah, I think it. I think that lands in a seven point five for me. Seven point five. I think that's fair. I'm putting it in the books. So seven point seven point five carbs out of ten. Now that brings us to what I feel very passionate about uh, has got to be high. It's okay. got to be high. I, I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement with you. We are talking about. The mm-hmm. world famous Cheesecake Factory's brown bread with butter. With but butter. honestly, honestly, that bread fucking slaps to steal a phrase from a partner here. Slap. I love the brown bread. It is it, good th- fucking And it bread. is so good that Cheesecake Factory now sells it by itself in supermarkets. Mm-hmm. You can get your own loaves of the bread. Of the brown bread. I would say, I uh, yeah, I, this is, uh... I, I, I gotta be honest, yeah. I can't see a fault with it. I, I agree. I'm gonna cross my arms now. Okay. I can't see a fault with it. All right. So, All right. Eric, you tell me. What do you feel? Because I feel like I know what my score is. Okay. Well, first of all, before I give a score, a uh-huh. question on our sure. on our rating here. Yeah, why um, not? Is there room in this list? Is there room enough in this town for two tens? I think there is room enough on this. Then, with that, my friend, I give Cheesecake Factory bread ten carbs out of ten. I am so happy you did. It is a damn fine bread. It would be a shame. And can we agree? It would be a shame if this podcast had to end one episode shy of twenty. To protect our friendship, we can agree, Matt, that once a bread has ascended, once it has risen to a ten. That yes. at that point Once it's proved to attend. We can't it, it it's sort of like degrees of divinity. Like we can't compare two breads. Are you, are, are you suggesting that if there are two tens at the end of this list that we can't revisit to see if one is better than the other? Is that what you're I saying? I mean, what I'm saying, Matthew, is I gave you an out. Oh. I gave you an out, son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you trying to say that your feelings about the brown bread are not authentic right no. now? No. What I'm saying is I love the brown bread. But Matthew, what I'm saying is if you were to if you were to Matt, look, if I were to put it side by side with another bread on this list, you would not choose it. That's what you're saying. Oh, that's what I'm fucking saying, Matthew. Okay, well, why don't we keep going? Why we've yeah. given it a 10. Oh, yeah. Why don't we revisit it? And then we'll, we'll revisit decide. it. The Let's next on. one, the next one on the we'll list is the Cracker Barrel Biscuits. It's a biscuit. It is. It sure it's is. Biscuit. It's a good one. It's a good It's a good biscuit. It's flaky, soft. Flaky, but buttery. Like, you get as many of them as you want. Put Just that jam keep them on coming, it. Baby. Keep them coming, baby. Get um, all those jams, baby. I would I, I would put I would put Cracker Barrel, and, and I kind of put Cracker Barrel here always. I would say between a 6.5 <laughs> and a 7 out of 10. Yeah. I mean, like that's I'm, just the Cracker Barrel. Experience. Like, I'm never mad at Cracker Barrel. 
I never. I always go there when somebody else takes me there. Yes, because somebody else wants to. Yes, or we've we we've been on the road for like two and a half hours. And yes, we we oh, it is a classic. Then whatever. Cracker Barrel is like a fucking oasis. It, it is what it is a classic. I want. I need to get food at whatever the next fucking billboard says. That it is a classic. One of those. Yeah. Yep, and it, I remember then you we were see, driving. Then you see that old man on a barrel and go, "Sure, <sighs> thank fine. God." Do you For... remember when we drove down to South Carolina with fucking Conway? There's a Cracker Barrel every mile and a half. Truly, they're mile markers. Yeah, it is. It is buck fucking wild, and they got. Biscuits at all of them to mark each biscuits stone. For days. So let's just go ahead and say a six point five because the 6. biscuits 5. are pretty good, but like you have to then be in a Cracker Barrel. Yeah, you then have to be playing that little peg game. Oh man, I used to be the fucking champ of that game. Um, that brings us next to is is I'm curious about this, Eric. Yep. Uh, is this what you wanted to go to bat? Because oh, our next no. one is no, no, no. Uh, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. So why don't you present our next one? Uh, yeah. Uh, what is the next candidate? The, the next, classic. Uh, I haven't had it in years, but I know I love it. It's a long horse steakhouse rolls with butter. Yeah. Uh, they're good. That's what I have to say about it. They're good. They're good. They're not if, for me. They're not the like for me. When, uh, this is one of the ones that was not submitted, but I I thought we needed to round out the list a little bit. Yep. So I looked up free breads, and I, what did I get? I got long and I went, oh yeah, they do have, but I forgot about it until then. Y- yes, like that. It is. It is just bread. It is. It is good. the bread that like yeah. I'll, the butter I'll is really good. The butter is really good. The butter is always soft. But that's the thing. Their bread is just a vehicle for that tasty, tasty butter. I do sort of feel in this case it's mostly about the butter. It's mostly about the butter, which we'll circle back to this when we get to another butter when we get to a When we get to a hard hitter, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. Um, but that's what I'm saying. The, the, the thing we're dancing sort- around is a hard hitter. This is more like, to put it in baseball terms, this is more like a number nine hitter. This is yeah. bottom of the order. Yeah, and like... Like it's, I'm definitely gonna eat it, but as soon as it's gone, I'm not asking for more. And I, and I'll tell you this, I'm not going to the supermarket seeing, oh, oh, hey, look at this, they oh, honey. sell Longhorns rolls. I'm not doing that. I'm doing no. that with cheesecakes, brown bread, baby. No. So what I'm gonna say for this, I'm just gonna put it out here. I don't think we need to exa- exasper- exacerbate this anymore. Mm-hmm. Is this another seven point five? Is this a seven? No, I but I think this is I think this is a six. You think it's a six? I think it's you a think six. it's below Cracker it's, Barrel. I think it's you know below, what it is. I, I take you know a, what it is. I, I take a Cracker Barrel biscuit over over Longhorn bread any day. Yeah, I, I agree with that statement. Let's give it a six. Okay. Uh, now this the, uh, you can't have this discussion without our next candidate, our next gotta, uh, gladiator in the ring. Yeah, Olive Garden's breadsticks, the OG. They're a meal onto themselves, are they not? Oh my god! Literally, you can order just unlimited soup salad yeah. breadsticks, the, and you have to order them. You have. That's you what. Have pe- to. That's where people fuck up. Is you have to order. You didn't used them. to. You didn't. You used didn't to. used to. It used to be, and which is why it's still on the list. And back but, in the day, but now you do. Have to now you have order. to come correct if you want the unlimited breadsticks. I have a special connection with the Olive Garden breadsticks. Oh, so the, do I. It, 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 mine being that, yes, I do technically have a family member who works for uh, Olive Garden. That's oh. true. But what I'm actually okay. referring to is my grandmother, Baba. Uh, mm-hmm. She loved an Olive Garden meal. Yes, she did. 
Mm-hmm. And well, when we, you're here, we, you're family. When we're here, but we were never there is the thing. We would always get takeout from Oh, home. hell yeah. So it wouldn't be unlimited breadsticks. It'd be like six packs of breadsticks. Okay. Oh, my God. How is, so how, it's still, I have it's questions. Still, it's probably not six packs of breadsticks, but it was enough breadsticks that you were like, they didn't need to give us this many. That That's kind of my question. Like, who would place the order? Uh, my, my dad normally did. I'm trying, I'm picturing your father. Yes. Calling Olive Garden like, yes, Hit. we would, uh, yeah, breadsticks. And they're, and just like the silence the other side, they're like, how many do you want? Uh, better how- give us 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like my dad napkins. Like, if they're like, oh, how many napkins do you want? Like, oh, just give me like a fucking, a, a Bible <laughs> phone give book. Me, give me thickness what you of think napkins. Is right. Keep them coming. Just put your hand in the container of napkins and give yeah, me what comes but out. Take out so many, you're going to have to refill that container. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, let's get down to them. They're oily. They're oily, but like they're wet. Good wet. I am never mad about the wetness of that bread. And they're salty. You will yeah. touch them and come away with wet, salty fingers. And like they're wet, but they're not soggy. They got that good, crisp crust yeah, to them. They're garlicky. They're garlicky. They're fucking perfect. They're so good. I'm, I, I think we're looking at it like an eight or a nine here. I think I, I don't think I'm willing to talk about this score without a nine in front of it. Yeah, I'm. I'm willing to. I'm. I think a nine point five. Like they are just the step. Like if there was what keeps some, them. Let me ask you this. Yeah. What keeps them from being perfect? What keeps them from the, a ten? The fact that I don't get them by default anymore. That's true. That's, that's the cost. That's the price of glory. That's the price of you trying to keep your inventory under control, Olive yep. Garden. Yep. A 9.5 it 9. is. 9.5. Now, Eric. Ah. The next candidate on our list. Yep. Hit me with it. Outback Steakhouses, no rules, just right, Pumpernickel Loaf. First of all, I do like that they describe it as a loaf because it definitely is. It is, I mean, it is the of the breads. It is the most definitively a loaf. The the brown breads from Cheesecake Factory do technically come in like a loaf form, but mm. really, it's just like a it's like a half inch thicker than the the breadsticks from Olive Garden. Yeah, it, it is a mini loaf, but it's like a mini the, loaf. The, but the but this but the outback is a loaf. Baby. It's a loaf. It is like just it has the most. It is like if you took a loaf of sandwich bread that you got from the store and you just shrunk it, it just keeps that shape, like yeah. perfectly. Um, here's my thing. Tell it to me. I love Outback's pumpernickel bread, but I guess what's fucking with me? Tell me. Outback Steakhouse, Australia. That, I know it. The Outback. Bobby's. Um, Pumpernickels? <laughs> is Pumpernickel yeah. an Australian thing? I, I am not sure about it, that. Does Does Australia have a national bread? I feel like every country in the world has like a bread. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And the other thing I want to talk about is I do feel a lot of the, the reason you remember the bread, perhaps, yeah. is its presentation. Oh, it okay. Comes that is a, winning at points. It comes... At least, as in my experience, in yes. my memory, it comes on a cutting board. A little cutting board. With a fucking knife in it. With a knife in it and a little crock of butter. They're a little crock of butter. Because they are trying to tell you 
that the uh, the bread is the main attraction. Here. <laughs> the bread is the main attraction. Well, the butter's uh, just butter. Is and then there's just butter, but like it's good bread, and like it gives. I, I will say this: it's a unique flavor. It's a unique flavor. Outback also like in terms of pre it, in terms of presentation, it is the top of this list. Like it beats out all the breads in terms of just pure presentation. I think it, gets, it might. It's I think it own might. fucking cutting board, and you get the you they get bring the it to you like it. They bring it to you like it's an entree. They or do. an appetizer. And you get like the outback experience of cutting into the of bread. Cutting bread? Cutting into the bread with that serrated knife. It's always serrated. You gotta It's uh, a bread knife. Eric, it's Eric, Eric, it's a bread knife. You gotta, you gotta yeah, just cut in there. Slice into it. <laughs> oh, Slice into that. I just hunted wallabies. I can fought a dingo for this bread. Well, we have already insulted the UK yeah, listeners. Oh yeah, we no, might as well go we down alienate, to we gotta go down the, under. We got to alienate the penal colony as well. Let's just make sure we <laughs> let's just make sure we we and we already told the UK listener that their candidate needed to basically be disqualified <laughs> for not being American. <laughs> so why don't we just keep on going down the list and honor a fake Australian restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> but that's Matthew. Let me hit you with this: is it? Outback Steakhouse is an Australian themed restaurant. Is <laughs> there sure nothing is. more it's American sure than taking yeah. another culture <laughs> and, and appropriating it. pumpernickel bread on it and saying that is Australia? Oh, man. Uh, that is no. the most American shit I can think of. I don't think I will kiss your ass if there's an Outback Steakhouse in Australia. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Let me call. Google it. No, 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 no. Fucking, can you? I'm not please? calling Australia. I'm not calling Australia. Why? They don't charge by the minute. I'm, I'm not calling the prime minister of Australia. <laughs> All right. The bread itself, though. Let's circle back to the bread. Yeah, the bread itself. I like it. It's uh, it's good bread. It, it doesn't is, blow me good. away. It's good, enjoyable bread. I am excited when it comes. I am yeah, like, yeah, because because I'll be asking is, for more. Outback is another one of those places. Where I am usually, I don't want to use the phrase, you know, yes, I do. I was just trying to be polite. It's another one of those places I'm dragged to. You know, somebody else wants to be there. I end up there. And then that bread comes and I go, ah, hello, old friend. And for those reasons, I'm willing to give it a 7.5. Yeah, I'll I'll give it a 7.5 with honorary. uh, Seven. Seven, I'm I'm looking at the list. Let me hit you with this. Seven plus a .5 for presentation. 7.5. 7.5. I'm there. You got, you took me there. Yep. You took me there. 7.5, asterisk, honorable mention, presentation. Now, our next one is a heavy hitter. The last two, though we have two more on the list. Now, Matthew. Is this your is this your your baby? Is or is it the next one? Matthew? Are we Eric. about to are we about to go on down to Cheddar Bay? We're about to go on We're about, down to about, Bay. It's about to go down in Chatter Bay. Son, this is let me Take let me, me hit you with this, Matthew. Uh I yes, Cheesecake Factory brown bread kicks so much ass. But if you, you were to haven't act, even presented the option yet, it, and you want to take I, my pick down a peg. Hold on. But if you ask me, if you look me in the fucking eye and you're like, what is the best bread on this list? While Red Lobster Cheddar Bay biscuits are on that list, I'm gonna, I'm I'm just gonna, gonna kind of laugh 
and walk to the nearest Red Lobster and just get a bunch of fucking Cheddar Bay Biscuits is the best bread on this list. Here's what I want to say to you. Here's what I want to say to you. Yep. Yep. And I'm, I think this is elevated. I want to say, you've already incriminated yourself on this episode as being a false Scrivener. Oh, okay. And now, you... Are you going to send me to a, fucking Australia? A Baltimore area local. Yep. Oh, you, yep. Hold on, hold Got on. Okay. Excuse me, excuse me. You, a Baltimore area local. Yep. A Glen Burnie born and raised boy. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me... That you're getting your seafood from a Red Lobster on the regular? Matthew. Eric. My answer is twofold. I would, if I were you, I just want to say, I would be careful with how, your yeah. reputation yeah, yeah. Here, in, uh, here in the Chesapeake Bay area le- is on the line. Matt, I, I want to both answer your question and attest to how fucking good these Cheddar Bay Biscuits are. Uh-huh. I've been to Red Lobster many times. Same. Very much I the same. I have never once fucking gone for seafood. I have literally gone to a Red Lobster just to buy some of these fucking Cheddar Bay biscuits and then walk my happy ass out. Now, wait a minute. You mean you really have shown up at a, a, a Red This isn't a bit. You've shown no, up at Red Lobster. No, this isn't a bit. I, I, bought, I have, individually I, bought a, a package, oh, I guess. Oh, fuck of, yes. And then left. But... I did because that. I, I I only really and again this is another one of those restaurants that uh, people uh, people in my family like and we end up at mm-hmm. and uh, I and the biscuits are the main attraction. They they are the only reason anyone should ever go to that otherwise fucking god awful restaurant. Their Cheddar Bay biscuits justify that entire chain's existence to me. Uh, they're so fucking good. I I would I have like gone and driven to Red Lobster, but I haven't like in like the past like 10 years because i can just buy cheddar bay biscuit mix at the supermarket now it is a it is a just like cheesecake Factor, i can just go down the aisle i can get different fucking flavors of cheddar bay biscuits and they're god damn it matt they don't need butter they don't need seasonings or toppings or anything all they need is themselves i can't disagree i can't disagree with you I can't disagree with you, and I came into this knowing it was getting a ten. Like it's not even oh, up for debate. One hundred percent a ten. I will. I will fight any man to the death who argues otherwise. So let's give it a ten. Let's give it a ten. Let's give it a 10. Thank you. I, and I, let's I, finish out our list before before we look at the rundown. Yep. We have to talk about the Texas Roadhouse rolls with honey butter. So same kind of deal as Longhorn Steakhouse, but a from the other side. Yes, their bread is a vehicle for that delicious honey butter. But mm-hmm. the bread is such it's such good bread that it comp the bread was made to complement that honey butter though. And, but if and that's that's what I'm talking about. It is that is the way around that it is. The main attraction yep. here is the honey butter. Yeah. And yeah. it is. It is a vehicle. The bread is a vehicle. And yes, it, it is a decent bread. It's a good bread. But yeah. you would not get that bread without the honey butter. Never. Never in a million if, years. If you it's had, just weird, slightly sweet bread at that point. If if somebody, if you sat your happy ass down at a Texas roadhouse and they came up with the rolls and said, oh, here are your rolls. Sorry, we're out of honey butter. I, you I would, would be, be within walking. your legal <laughs> You <laughs> would be within your legal rights <laughs> to first stand up, take your napkin out of your shirt collar. Throw it on the ground. Take a muff. Take a muffin. I was gonna say. Take one of those biscuits. Take one of those rolls. Yep. Shove it into your waiter's mouth 
and walk out the yes, door. Yes, you would be. Li- yes. <laughs> Yes, you mean and to they tell would me? Clap like everyone in the and restaurant. Then people would, clap would rise and clap and as applaud they follow you. you. <laughs> as they follow you to arrest you, uh, citizens arrest. I think, the honey, but I think it, that would never happen. They they know what they've got. Oh and fuck they, no! They, they would shut the restaurant down before they do that. But because because I think the topping is the main attraction here. Yeah, it can't be a ten. It can't be a ten. I think I think I think it's I think it's a nine. I think it's a nine. I think it's a solid nine. It's a solid nine. It is the most nine. The dish as a whole is a ten. Oh yeah, the experience. But the bread, because the bread is not the main attraction, yeah. I think it has to be a nine. Yeah. And the bread no I think the bread knows it's a nine. I think it's proud to be a nine. Because it's it like, knows yeah, my its place. Ju- the bread knows like I'm here. I am only here because of this butter. <laughs> so that that is our list. That's as our list. Right now. So in in reverse order from zero, with a zero we have Hooters. Thank you again to they, they didn't give me their name, but whoever yeah. called me uh, or I called and provided the yep. answer. Harvester UK only gets a three. Oh Charlie's five. Longhorn six. Cracker Barrel biscuits six point five. Car- I'm sorry, how do you say it again? Carab Car- seven point five. Uh, how do you say this one again, Eric? Can you tell me? Outback Steakhouse. Stop a nickel bread loaf. <laughs> Seven, <laughs> 7.5. Uh, and then we get into the hard hitters. Texas Roadhouse with a 9. Yep. Olive Garden Breadsticks with a 9.5. Yeah. And dual 10s for Cheesecake Factory bread, the brown bread, uh, and the Red Lobster Cheddar Bay do biscuits. You know, Matt, do you know what I'm going to do? When we, oh, when, we finally, yes. re- when we finally record together for the first time, I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to get mm-hmm. some Cheesecake Factory brown bread and some Cheddar Bay biscuits, and we're going to have us a feast. And you know what? That, that'll be a that'll circle back follow-up for that episode. Circle back follow-up. Can we please get a picture of us feeding each other, like doing the, like the two lovers with glasses, but with, the, with our can. respective we, breads? I, I think we must. Yes. So there you have it, folks. There's there our definitive it. ranking uh, in in reverse order, obviously, with the tie at number one being Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuits, Cheesecake Factory Bread, followed by Olive Garden Breadsticks, Texas Roadhouse with Honey Butter, uh, and the uh, Outback Steakhouse being your uh, top five. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, thank you all for submitting your your. Um, suggestions. Uh, thank you for answering those Instagram prompts. Fans prompts. of the show can send baskets of this bread to uh, P.O. Box. I don't think you should make up a P.O. Box. No. What if they send them? They won't. Terrible. But maybe they will. They will. Yeah. Maybe they could. Um, the so. I kind of liked calling Hooters. That was fun, wasn't that it? That was fun. <laughs> I'm sad I didn't get to call Australia. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can't. I don't know who you're calling. Though is the only thing. Outback Steakhouse. Outback. All right. So should we um, should we transition now into uh, some local legends? Oh my God, we shall. Now, I want to say this is a very special edition. I think of local legends because this is the first local legends that were actually provided to us by a listener. Both of them, and both of them were provided by the same listener. There is no fries on Instagram. There is no fries. There is no fries. Uh, 
so, Eric, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. All right. So today, friends, I bring you the legend of the Hodag. 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 Yeah, I, I, I've been trying to like figure out like what is the proper uh, dialect to throw on the word Hodag. It's, it it's does from, sound it's, like it, it, Go on. No, no, no. It's, you tell me. It's your legend, my friend. Um, I think it, it's a Wisconsin folklore thing. It, it's a uh, oh, the old hodag there. Oh yeah, you got the hodag. Oh, that's the old hodag. Yeah, the hodag there. Um, so the hodag. Sorry, the what? The hodag. Sorry, the what? Oh, the hodag. Ah, thank you. Yeah. Uh is an American creature of folklore. Uh, it's, it's described as resembling a large bullhorned carnivore with a row of thick curved spines going down its back. Uh, it's, it's said to be born from the ashes of cremated oxen, uh, as well as the incarnation of the accumulation of abuse the animals have suffered at the hands of their masters. Good Lord. I... No. Uh, I, I think it also, just to kind of circle back, uh, it's also featured heavily in, like, Paul Bunyan lore. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Uh, but the Hodag kind of got its start. There was a, a lumberman named Eugene Shepard. And this was in 1893, same year as the Chicago World's Fair. Also the same years, you know, H.H. Uh, Holmes murdering mm-hmm. the fuck out of a bunch of people. Glad we went to the same place. Yep. Uh, he wrote an illustrated column for his town's newspaper describing how he had captured a hodag. And then uh, the lumber company he worked for started running advertisements twice a month using like the dude's illustration of the hodag. Wait, and this is H.H. Like, Holmes? No, huh? H.H. Holmes did this? No, the guy, oh. uh, the Eugene Shepard. Eugene Shepard, yeah. okay. Eugene Ooh. Shepard. Murdered 200 people. No. Um, no, not no, Eugene. But basically, Eugene wrote this story about a hodag. A newspaper ran with it and, like, twice a month would put out, like, pictures of it, like, illustrations mm-hmm. of it, and give, like, new information about the beast in each, like, display ad. Um, in August of 1896, three years later, they were doing this twice a month for three years. Right. Um, to spark interest at like a local fair, Shepard agreed to exhibit a live hodag, uh-huh, uh, okay. and he and his friend Luke. I can't help but think, Matt, in my heart of hearts, that if I came to you and said, Matthew, yes, I desperately need your help. I have been lying to the American people for three years. I am a false scrivener. <laughs> please, <laughs> please help me build a shitty, shitty version of this creature. I like to hope that you would do it. Of course, uh, I would. You don't even need to ask. Happened. Uh, he and his buddy Eugene and his buddy Luke uh, crafted a hodag that was sculpted from wood, cowhide, cattle horns, and like displayed it in like a darkened stall. And like basically, people were only allowed to see it for a couple, like like thirty seconds. And like, oh, there it is. Say goodbye. Wow. Yeah, it was. Uh, and here's the fucking wild thing. Um, they told us like, oh yeah, you can only go in to see it for like a second or two for your own safety. It worked. 
it was super fucking successful. They made so much money. Eyes on it for but a second. Yeah, (laughs) don't look at it. And like they, oh, they had like people like fucking foley dudes making sounds and shit. It was covered. (laughs) It was covered like all over the United States. It was like a big fucking thing. But at some point, all we know is at some point he kind of came forward. It's like, all right, it's fake. And people were like, all right. They just kept paying to come see it. By then, it had become like a like a like a household name. Even though it, we knew it was a hoax. Even though we knew it was a hoax. Now, Eric, isn't this covered in a certain publication of some renown in this podcast? It is. And I always forget the full title of it one moment. Oh, I know what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need to look it up. It's okay. Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods with a Few Desert and Mountain Beasts by William T. Cox. It was on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> it was right <laughs> it was there. Right. I saw it quivering. It was like, oh, yes, that. God, and a copy of which you gifted to me. I did. It is such a good fucking book. Now, this was written, I think, before it was officially made out to be a hoax. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That entire book is written from the perspective, like, these are real things. Of course they are. Yeah. Why wouldn't they be? Um, Well, uh, well, uh, but it has since been... I don't know what happened to me just now. All right. But it has been proven to be false. Yeah. Well, you know, for now. Ah, you Uh, think... uh, So the door is open, you think? The door is always open, my friend. Well, uh, thank you, uh, There Is No Fries, for... And Eric, for your research on the Hodag. On the Um, Hodag. Now, uh, uh, There Is No Fries also provided us with a second uh, local legend to cover. And this, I think... I think this could be a watershed moment for a lot of our listeners who haven't submitted yet a uh, local legend out of fear that they don't know a, a, a hodag, they don't know a squonk, but perhaps you know a milverine. Today, Eric, I'm going to present to you a story of a man, <laughs> but a man, but also a myth and a legend. I am going to tell you the story of the Milverine, and I have a few different sources for this. A, a, gra- a lot of different, uh, uh, w- actually, Wisconsin, uh, Milwaukee-based. Okay. Okay. Uh, is that where the Mill and Milverine is coming from? You better believe it, baby. Fuck, a lot I of Milwaukee-based. Wherever this is going, it has to be glorious. Uh, a lot of Milwaukee-based publications, the Milwaukee Journal, Sentinel, but particularly Vice, who made a documentary about the... Um, Right. Milverine, which you can see on YouTube, which was the primary source for this. The Milverine, Eric, started mm-hmm. gaining attention back around 2011. And the man's who, known by the, as the Milverine's real name is John Hammond. Okay, so this... Wh- <laughs> right off guy the bat, named John. one, this is recent. It was back in 2011. Back in 2011 and continues to this day. John Hammond. John John Hammond H okay, A Ham Hammond. I was a- like, damn, Dublin. opened a dinosaur park and became a, a fucking legend. John Hammond Hammond is an is an opera lover and cage fighting hopeful. I love him already. Come, how could you not? Who started speed walking, usually shirtless, the mm-hmm. same two to three hour route in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. One day, a man named Tim Panacucci 
saw him walk by his work so often that he started a Facebook fan page that he dubbed Milverine because of Hammond's resemblance to the Marvel character Wolverine. Yes. Now, between the Facebook page and a Twitter account that was made for him, Milwaukee residents began, and this, I have to say, gets a little sketch, ultimately. Milwaukee residents began posting photos of sightings of the muscular (laughs) speedwalker. A local craft brewery, Mobcraft, put his image on their Mooawkee white chocolate milk stout, which you can buy. His image is that of him holding a barrel and riding a cow. Okay. The National Bobblehead Museum in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, made a bobblehead for him as part of their local legends collection. Fuck me. Hammond said that although he has intervened several times when he had seen people being attacked... He doesn't compare himself with the fictional superhero, Wolverine. I just want to be clear. He's like, oh, yeah, look, I've saved passerby from danger and lives. harm, I've but I'm not trying lives. to say I'm a hero. Yeah. In fact. I, but I have saved lives. In fact, Hammond isn't a fan of Hugh Jackman saying, quote. Is this it? Is, isn't. This is, a, this is a quote. He's a phony movie actor, but I'm the real deal, you know? <sighs> Seriously, these movie actors, most of them, besides maybe Chuck Norris and Steven Seagal, all these guys are basically phony guys. They couldn't really fight in real life. Matt. I want to follow that up by saying my next note is, he says he loves opera because of the strong voices. Matt. Yes. There are so often, you know, you know, they say never meet your heroes. Yeah. There are so many, like when they came to like, Hey, what are your strong, strongly held convictions? Man, who looks like Wolverine who walks around shirtless in the Midwest. There are so many things that could have come out of his mouth. I am so happy. It was that (laughs) I am so happy. It was him just fucking laying a diss track on Hugh Jackman. But then Eric, without warning, Uh uh-huh. The Milverine disappeared. Oh, no. His absence was so startling that the band Two and a Half Stars (laughs) made a song about his disappearance called The Milverine. (laughs) (laughs) Articles and Reddit threads were started about his disappearance. It was truly an American mystery. But then, in reality, the Milverine needed knee surgery, and he couldn't walk for some time. Uh, so he didn't really disappear. He was just hurt. He's back now, and Vice filmed a 10-minute documentary last year as part of their local legend series that you can see on YouTube. I watched it in preparation for this. He does not let you down, although I will say he is not quite as ripped in the documentary because it's not long after he began walking again. So oh, he's, post post knee. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Get, he's getting back in shape. But if you search him on Instagram, you will see, sure enough, he is back in form today. Fans are still snapping photos of sightings of him, which is a little strange. But if you go to Instagram and you search for Milverine, you will see people post pictures from, like, last week of the one and only Milverine. God bless you. God God bless you, Milverine. You, there is no fries. So if you know a Milverine, a, a dude, just a person who's legendary in their own right in your hometown fucking give us that the information. milverine matt i think is the bar we need to set 
like I, that I like agree. that is the shit we want when we say local legends i a hundred percent agree here. they're not all I, gonna be milverines you're not not everyone can be a milverine of course but not all milverines wear shirts but not all milverines wear shirts uh most don't but you know, if you've got a hero of that magnitude, we want to know about it, and you can send it to you didn't ask for this at gmail.com. You can also uh, submit them on Twitter or Instagram at you didn't ask pod. And of course, we're going to put images of these legends, by the way, the Hodag oh. Oh, and, the, and the Milverine, of oh, course. Yeah. That'll accompany this episode for sure. But we, we need your questions. They need to be least pressing. You know, give us, give us what's on your mind that you've been afraid to put out there in public. I thought maybe you were going to jump in with something there. No? Matt, you, you fucking, you, you, you do it so beautifully. Oh, shut up. Shut up, shut up. You, you nail it every time. Ah, <laughs> oh, stop. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> Sandwich tastes so much better when you make it. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're my child. Is that what that means? Okay. Oh. So, okay. Okay. We're getting off the rails now. For all of us here at You Didn't Ask for This, my name is Matt Shea. My name is Eric Poach. You didn't ask. But I am a Scrivener's son. I am a Scrivener man, I be. And when I've scrivened and scrivened and scrivened, a dead man I shall be. Come on, you know the words. And for an I scrivened a scriven. You know, I, I might have to look them up. Actually. And scrivened me some more. Is there like a website I could look at? Or... A scrivener's son I shall be forevermore. Like a VH1 behind the music, maybe? All right, and then back to... <laughs> Oh, screw. Oh, That's shit. Great. I was joining uh, in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Roll the music. Roll the fucking music. <laughs> let's, let's call it. I was like, I'm just going to make it.